Hey, John, I have a question. What's that? Do we want to get right? From Let's Get Rock to Tear It Down and Lightning in Between, this is Def Pod, the only podcast that exclusively discusses the 92 album Adrenalize and nothing else from the remaining discography of everyone's favorite Sheffield-based metal band named after a bitchin' large cat, <laughs> Def Leppard. Oh, yes. <laughs> Leopard, even. <laughs> um... This is a this is a real dream realized right now. <laughs> Thanks for making it real. Um, did I? S- <laughs> yeah, Def Leppard. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the real band name. Right. This is obviously the Def Leppard Pod. A very exciting yep. bonus ep, uh, yeah. spinoff, if you will. I mean, if it goes well, the first of many editions. I I assume. <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I assume they'll be on the pod soon. Yeah. Um, here's the deal, everybody. Yes. You may remember <laughs> the discussion in an early episode about... I think, I think the second episode. Second ep about what was the first CD we ever bought. Yeah. For me, it's etched very clearly into my mind. <laughs> it was Def Leppard's Adrenalize. Yeah. Let me set the scene for you. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> 1992. Yep. I had a mullet. You I, had a mullet. <laughs> I sure did. All the dudes in Def Leppard had mullets as well. And I was psyched on the song Let's Get Rocked. Yeah. And as these, we as we all will be <laughs> shortly. As the universe was and will be forevermore. And I was I needed to own that song. And uh, you know, this was the days of buying the CD. So as I mentioned one of the first days that the Mall of America ever opened, I stopped by Sam Goody, because Goody got it. Goody got it. Got that Adrenalize, headed over to see Sister Act. <laughs> Two, right? No, no, number one. It was number one. Did I've I corrected get... you on this before. God damn it! <laughs> Don't forget, 92, big year for cinema and yes. music because of Sister Act and Adrenalize. Yep. And in the movie theater, a fellow mulleted gentleman said, that's a good album. And I said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so today we thought, what what better way to spend our time and energy than by listening to the album Adrenalize, track yep. by track. Um, I have not listened to it in probably 25 years until it's, this last week. It's super brutal. <laughs> Brutally wonderful, I assume is what you mean. And I'll oh. blow past that remark. Uh, oh. Um, <laughs> okay, John, can you, since this is etched in your core, uh-huh. do you want to, do you want to break down, um, 1992's, uh, album Adrenalize and <laughs> who, who is on this record, who may or may not have had all of their limbs <laughs> during the recording of this record? Sure. I could talk about that. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, so I'll do that. <laughs> this is the Mickey podcast about Def Leppard. Um, yeah, I mean, so, uh, well, here's what I'll say. Def okay. Leppard, let me set the scene for you, okay? 
It's the 80s. It's, it's, well, yeah. it's Sheffield in England. These guys have sold more than 100 million records worldwide. But where, I mean, compared to MXPX. <laughs> Close. <laughs> They've had two records before this that went diamond. Uh, Pyromania in 1983, which had Photograph and Rock of Ages, but perhaps best known for Hysteria in 1987, which has Pour Some Sugar on Me and Love Bites and Animal. Um, this was the album to follow Hysteria. And Andrew, they are one of only five rock bands with two albums that have sold over 10 million copies in the U.S. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's incredible, right? That, so It's, it's also, <laughs> uh, despite it being incredible, it's also super disappointing. <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean. Um, we have different experiences <laughs> with Def Leppard. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Joe Elliott, yeah. right? Yes. I named my son Elliot after him. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was about to walk out of this room. <laughs> Everybody knows my commitment to Joe. Lead vocals. You got Rick Savage on the bass and the back and vocals. Because he is a savage on the bass. <laughs> oh, yeah. He tears that thing apart. <laughs> tears that shit up. Hey, who's that on the drums? That is Rick Allen. One-armed Rick Allen. Rick Allen. It um so this this accident happened um I think he he had it was happened in an accident. They I, from what I read, they've sold most of their albums post accident. Correct. The accident came between those two albums I mentioned. Yeah. Their two biggest records and... Which is unbelievable. <laughs> a drummer losing one of his arms, you'd think, might hurt their career. However, no. they only skyrocketed on to greater success from there. <laughs> Can I tell you an anecdote? I would love to um, know. So, back when I was in one of my bands, um, we were... Uh, it was me um, and th- three members of our band were Joe Elliott. <laughs> yes. I was <laughs> I was in Def Leppard for oh, a moment. Man, I forgot about that. Um <laughs> I forgot to, Did I not tell you this? That's so weird. Shit. <laughs> um I was at band practice and one of our our drummer was actually late and we were wondering like what the fuck what's the deal? Why is he so late? And his brother who played bass in our band um um, so, uh, he was, he left the room for a little while and, um, so it was just me and the other guitar player just chilling in the basement and, um, and the, um, our bass player came back in and said that our Mike, our, our drum, our drummer, he, he was in an accident and he had apparently, he was riding his bike and got hit by a, he got in a collision with a CTA bus uh, the chicago transit authority bus it like hit him while he was on his bike and anyway he, he's he's totally fine and um but evidently um he had to go to court and you know he had some sort of like lawsuit against the city and whatever wow. and he was like making a case that like he's a drummer he's he's a musician and this is like trying to make an argument for why he needed to have some sort of restitution for sure for like, this is 
harmful to like kind of the career he's pursuing and the judge whoever it was that were over that was overseeing the case said that well what about rick allen the driver from def leppard <laughs> incredible <laughs> was and he's like mike's like you're trying to rick allen me right now like saying that like i hurt my arm and that rick allen was able to do it like, the classic legal maneuver <laughs> The Rick Allen jurisprudence. <laughs> the Rick Allen. He just this somebody literally tried to Rick Allen him. That's incredible. From the bench. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, this guy sold diamond albums. I mean, <laughs> like if Rick Allen could do it without an arm, right. You could. What's your problem, guy? You could. You could literally. You still have both of your arms. <laughs> Well, that says nothing good about Chicago, but no, it's it's pretty par for the course for <laughs> yes for Chicago for the Chicago justice cool place. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is a real story, by the way. <laughs> that's that's incredible. This is, but um, it's it's yeah. Rounding out the band, ninety two, you got Phil Collin on guitars and backing vocals. Phil Collins, incorrect. <laughs> A different dude. Phil Collins? Phil Collin. His more talented. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> Phil Collins. That's right. This is when Genesis and Def Leppard merged <laughs> to form Def Ad- Gen Ad- Adrenalis. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> and Vivian Campbell on guitars and backing vocals. This is the band's longest lasting lineup. Um, and... Here's the deal. There are ten songs on this record. Yeah. Do you know how many of them were singles? Um, I don't. Seven. (laughs) (laughs) Seven classic tracks out of ten. That's a seventy percent single average. That. Um, let me let me tell you a little bit about 1992. Please do. I had a mullet. I had fingerless gloves. I had. Please tell me. Please tell me you have pictures that we can post. Oh, you know for this bonus app. Okay, so here's the deal. I had a fake band called the Disciples. <laughs> <laughs> me and my cousin. I I guarantee. I guarantee. There were probably oh a hundred sure. bands called the Disciples. I'm sure there were many. We had a great first album name. I cannot remember what it's called. A first album with no songs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that you never recorded. But we had because great you were eleven. Album artwork. Okay. Um that you we, designed? Yeah, we po- they were Polaroids. <laughs> we posed um in cool poses with our instruments please, that we didn't really please play. Please tell me you have anything. I really was like, those photographs have to be somewhere. I don't know where they are. Please. I'll search for them. If we find them, do you I know will share how, them. Do you know how much random bullshit I've found? <laughs> You've really been able to find a lot. <laughs> I've been less successful. Can't even find my yearbook. Um, but, no, so I was, I mean, okay. You're, you, are, you going, are you going to Minnesota for Thanksgiving? Probably not. Okay. I'll, I'll was, try and look. I was hoping that, like, you can go dig through They your have mom to and be dad. somewhere. I'm, I know I've seen some... them, like, within the last 10 years, so I'll look around. Um, Nirvana's Nevermind would come out this year. A big album for me. This this was... To, to put this album <laughs> in the same time frame as Nevermind, they, they, this album seems... So 80s yeah. for for being released in 1992. 
Yes, it does. It sounds <laughs> it sounds like 1988. Yes. Well, their last album was 87, and they very much continued on in that vein. I think I've talked about this on the pod, but like when I first heard Smells Like Teen Spirit on the radio, I was like, ooh, this is doing something for me, but it's a little dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like I knew it was kind of like, oh, this is... This is kind of bad. This is kind of scary stuff. So You wanted to get rocked? I wanted to get rocked. Nirvana would come soon, but this felt a little safer. I wanted to get rocked, but I could do it in a little more uh, mainstream context. Okay. Let's Get Rocked was a big single. 1992. I I remember nothing about this. I I don't remember hearing this song at all. I think part of it was the video (laughs) was pretty big, which we'll get into later. Video is a classic piece of filmmaking. <laughs> 1992 also saw me. When I think um, of film, I think you think. I think. Uh, I think Rick Allen. I think Rick Allen and the Let's I Get Rock. Joe video. Elliott. Yep. Um, 1992 was also when I completed the Dare program, Oof. and uh, not to brag, but. <laughs> Three students in our class were selected to give a big speech at our closing graduation. I was one of the three. Oh, shit. You want to know what my speech was about? Please. <laughs> Figures of music who had abused drugs and how we should avoid them. I mentioned <laughs> Snoop Dogg, <laughs> who <laughs> talked about the chronic and I'm s- gin I'm, and juice. I'm cringing so hard right now. I talked about Kurt Cobain. Oh, no. And... um Anyway, <laughs> that's where I was at. I had a mullet. I was giving speeches about drugs. So anyway, that's how Def Leppard <laughs> entered my life. Um, we also felt that it was timely, considering they were just recently inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, they're, uh, they're part of the... They think they're nominated. Sure. So they're, I mean, they're going to make the cut, Andrew. <laughs> Them and Rage Against the Machine, the two okay. classic pillars of rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fine. They also have a new Christmas song called We All Need Christmas, released in early October. No. For reasons unknown. It uh, is hilariously bad. <laughs> and uh, I would strongly recommend listening to it. Uh, if you thought that perhaps they did not sound like the 80s anymore, you were wrong. <laughs> Um, so that's a little scene setting for you. This is, this is how Adrenalize came to be part of my life. Okay. I'd be lying if I said their albums before that had made a huge impact on me. I was aware of them. Okay. I think part of it is like, I think I said this to you before that like I didn't have cable, but my grandma did and I went over there a lot and MTV was like what I did. I feel like as a kid, it was like MTV, Comedy Central, uh, pre-Comedy Central, and it was just called Ha. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> um, but I learned a lot about music and culture from MTV, and I think Death Leopard was kind of always big there. Um, but that's that's where I was at. Do you want to do any, any 92 scene setting before we get into it? So in 1992, um, I was living in Kansas. Okay. Um, I, I was not very much into music yet. No Weird Al yet? 
No, oh. no. My my first Weird Al introduction was Bad Hair Day, which no, I... No, that's think... MXPX. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's an MXPX song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. You're like, what's happening? I... I d- do you, do you know that I never put that <laughs> never together? I mean, when you think about it, it's the same song. <laughs> but there's not a there's not a Weird Al song called Bad Hair Day, right? Yeah, <laughs> fair, of course. <laughs> um, no, but I most of my um, music in the early '90s was CCM. Sure, I was listening to. Primarily like Michael W. Smith right. and other Christian artists. And I didn't get into punk rock until um, moving to the Chicago suburbs, like 94, 95. And I was introduced to Green Day. The mm-hmm. Green Day was one of the first sure. punk bands that I had ever heard. And... And then shortly thereafter, I heard, um, was introduced to um, MXPX, Goatee Hook, other Christian punk bands. Yeah. Um, but 92, I was still very much sheltered yeah. and, from music and was not really anything. Like living in, in Salina, Kansas in the early 90s, not really Place much to of be. a... Not really much of a big music scene happening. Sure. Um, yeah, this was the first CD I bought, but I had a lot of tapes before that. Um, some of the tapes a little before that era that I can remember that were particularly memorable. You got to have MC Hammer, Brian Adams, as mentioned before. Some Rose 69? Yes, I had that album. Uh, Waking Up the Neighbors was the one that I got in my stocking for christmas though because it had everything i do i do it for you which i've discussed is an important <laughs> anthem for me uh had vanilla ice dc yeah. talk free at last you know i had that tape, i so. um i i had um i think i think at, at one point i had dc talks new thing oh i had that on cd on later tape. i think i had new thing on tape that is rough <laughs> Contains, I love rap music. I was having, always will. There ain't no other kind of music in the world that makes me feel quite as ill. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I really, really wish I could find that new thing uh, tape, tape somewhere. Oh, and the cover art was so bad. Yeah, there. It's so <laughs> 1990. Yep. Oh, uh, it's there. It's. They're like Toby is wearing like these checkered shorts. Everybody looks like Kevin looks always hot as hell in whatever picture. <laughs> He's like a model, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, he Kevin always looks amazing. Everybody else looks <laughs> like lame as hell. Here's the deal with DC Talk. As we've discussed Free at last, a legit album. Yeah. Um, Jesus Freak, legit, legit album. Legit. Even Supernatural. There's some good stuff. New thing, not a good look for my dudes. No, um, definitely not. 
So anyway, tapes were were in my wheelhouse, but this is my first CD. This was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and it was adrenaline. So I think it's I think it's time to get into it. What do you think? Yeah. Well, one thing I need <laughs> okay. need to just. I, just because I I need to um, since we're talking because <laughs> you're down with the DC talk no did well, down I, I was down with the DC talk <laughs> did did down with the DC talk but Michael Tate um, has joined the Newsboys um, as we oh right that's right as we have discussed sounds nothing like the old guy but uh, um but. And so he's joined the the likes of the uh, um, God's Not Dead movement. So, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, rad, super, super rad. Um, yeah. So I'm not I'm not did down no. with that. Not uh, did down with your politics. Not did down with your um, lame. Um, movies that are garbage. <laughs> anyway, anywho, anywho, this is the Def Lab Pod. <laughs> this is the Def Lab Pod. Talk about Def Lab exclusively. Exclusively talking adrenalize. Now, the first the song, tens only ten songs. <laughs> ten songs of glory, but does it get more glorious than this first track? I don't think so. Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear the. <laughs> Do we want to get right? <laughs> I do. Let's get, let's get, dare you okay what an anthem okay can we talk for a second about how <laughs> there is some recycled hey no like you got a formula that works <laughs> plug that bad boy back in no but seriously like could that have like amp that have like driven up to pour some sugar on me let's get rock spoke to a generation in a way of course it spoke to me. a generation of people who didn't want to mow the lawn no man, here's the deal. They wanted, they didn't want to get out of bed, bro. This is obviously my number one. 
I don't know if you've prepared a top three. I did prepare a top three. That was it's not your number one. No, what? Wow. not even, I'm not shocked. even, not even in my top nine. <laughs> <And> the, <laughs> there are ten I'm songs. Shocked. There are ten songs on this record. Here's the deal. First verse. This guy's a rebel. He doesn't want to clean his room. He wants to rock. Like, I have a dog. <laughs> Fuck that dog. <laughs> I walk in that dog. <laughs> That's the scene. Second verse. Driving with his girlfriend. Oh, shit. Starts playing classical music. Who needs that? That's so lame. Then he cuts to the chase. I suppose rock's out of the question. <laughs> now, <laughs> rock is used in, in place of fuck throughout the song. Yes. Let's get the rock out of here. Being yeah. the hilarious climax of the first verse. Climax. Um, Talking jizz. <laughs> I knew what that meant as a kid. Now, like, I'm not sure why as a nine-year-old this <laughs> did a lot for me, but it did. Um, okay, but but really, I think I got to show you the music video because this was a lot of the <laughs> appeal for me. I'm going to uh, describe it, listeners, okay. as we're going through it. Now you okay. got them. They got them rocking pretty hard. Oh, there's... Black and white footage. My My, my favorite part is... How tilty the camera is. Sure. Oh, what the hell? Here we go. <laughs> Some. <laughs> what the hell? This is terrifying. Very this is disturbing. This is the CGI. kid. He's a rebel. Okay, he's in his room. Doesn't want to clean that. He's this is walking down the street. Okay. This, this was the real music video. Oh yes, this is the real deal. If you remember the Dire Straits video, that was kind of like this was very early CG. This is somehow worse, but like years later, this like walk the dog. That's why he grew a tail there. This is um, very disturbing. This is this is super disturbing. I somehow even knew as a kid like this doesn't look good, but like I was still very, like this video is big for me. For some reason. So I encourage all listeners to gaze into the Uncanny Valley and watch this terrible CG uh, early 90s video for Let's Get Rocked. Um, oh, this is awful. It's it's pretty bad. The band's performing now on a CGI stage. Um, there's yeah. just a lot, a lot going on. <laughs> Rick Allen rocking with his one arm. That's right. Um, I'm very... He... It's... You know... For for somebody who has one arm, he has a shitload of tom drums. Well, and yeah, he's connected to a bunch of um, pedals, and his feet are doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, here he is. Here he is in his car, or is this girlfriend who's listening to classical music? Well, just this you is, wait. This is horrific CGI. <laughs> it's very disturbing. She she turns on the classical music as re- <laughs> as represented by musical notes. Yeah. Some uh, some sheet music. Oh my god! Some violins. In there. This music you, notes screaming. Do you, do you know this is um, this is sort of this is the big climax. I wait for it. Suppose a rock's out of the question. She kicks him in the balls across <laughs> the world. Okay. Anyway, as you so can this, tell, this reminds me in in a significantly less cool way. Of the uh, Soundgarden Black Hole Sun music video, <laughs> yeah, not not quite to that level. Not, I mean, the, that that was a creepy. Oh yeah, music video. Yeah, it was. but like creepy and like. And it again, that felt very much like Nevermind. We were like, this is like this is 
wrong, but yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I this is like, bad, but I like it. Like, this is just bad. <laughs> Black Hole Sun is a great song. Yeah, it is. And a, and a creepy music video. This is a questionable song <laughs> and a creepy music video. Um, the, the second part is correct. The first part is wrong. This is a great song. Um, okay. I think okay. it's time to move on to number two. Yeah. Remember when we said this was going to be a <laughs> short episode? No, and we are almost in. half in. <laughs> One song in. One song in. I don't have nearly as many thoughts about any of the other songs okay. on the record. Heaven is. That's that's a bummer. I uh, doesn't quite reach the heights of Let's Get Rocked, but it's promising. Let's get to that chorus. All right, that's okay. Kind of good. Nice little riff. Ooh, key change. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah. So heaven is a girl. Yeah. I know so well. Um. Spoiler alert. Songs about boning, like every other song on the album. Wait, what? That's Have, right. She makes me feel good when I feel like hell. So what you're saying is, <laughs> let's get rocked. And heaven is a girl I know so well. Are you saying knowing as in the biblical sense? I think that's what they're saying. Oh so what you're saying is that they're a Christian band because yeah. they're talking about knowing each other. Right. They're branded by the Brotherhood of God. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, Miss Magic is mine. No silicone smile. She's Jeez. a vintage wine. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, that's good. They're they're saying, you know, let women age. Don't let society's ways uh, yeah. <laughs> help them out of me. I guess so. Let's move on. Yes. For, for the, the here comes a particularly woke song. Make love like a man. I'm a man. That's what I am. Mike style delivery. Okay, here's the deal. Ooh, that's a good chorus. He's Mr. Fun. He's Captain Cool. <laughs> he's Captain Cool. And he's cool. come for you. You ready for it? I don't care who you are. Take your sound gardens, your Nirvanas. This is a good song. It's my number three. Oh my god, really? <laughs> It's a classic. How? Make John. Love. John, how? Like a man. How? You can't tell me if you heard that in an arena, you wouldn't clap along. Justify <laughs> and explain to me what making love 
<laughs> like a man. I mean, I think it's kind of progressive when you think about it. No! No! He's saying, like, he's saying, um, you know, don't put men in a box. Don't call me Gigolo. Don't call me Casanova. Yeah. Just call me on the phone and baby, come on over. Yeah, but if you really read between the lines, it's clear he's talking about. Um. UK politics at the time <laughs> if you think about it if if I think about it yep that's exactly what he was my number three Ugh. where's your where's your top tunes bro not not just there right. just yet that's... until Ooh. this is in it this is your top three <laughs> tonight oh We opened strong, raised raised the bar a little with Make Love Like a Man. Now we're cooling things down. Yep. You would prefer if he was talking about boning some girl? Yeah, this is boring. <laughs> Let's get back to making love like a man. <laughs> this is this is their We're Trying to Be Led Zeppelin song. Yes, fair. This this is this is so <laughs> clearly a trying to be stairway yeah, to it's heaven. A little, that riff is pretty stairway. It's stairway. super stairway to heaven. This is better, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, but it's it's my number one. I love it. I'm it, I'm so glad it's moved you. It's 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 the it's the as far as like the least over like rapey. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Harriet, what do you think? She. She could stand for a little more Harriet <laughs> wokeness in these older songs. Harriet. But sh- she's aware of the context to the era, you know. She's saying she likes it. She, she, she likes she she likes ballads. I think that's she's, what she's saying. She's a ballad fan. Yep. Um, like like, this isn't a ballad so much as it is talking about get that dick. So so you're saying if you heard an acoustic version of this, you'd be on board. It's good songwriting. More like on his board. Dang. Number four, White Lightning. Five. Oh right. Wait, really? What did you hear? Let's get rocked. Heaven is make love like a man tonight. Uh, White lightning. Sure, sure, sure. Um, this song sucks. <laughs> it's seven it's, minutes it's long. Seven minutes long. This is an epic. They were playing. I mean, this is their. They're swinging for the epic concept album. Ooh yeah. 
Listen to that. I won't. <laughs> let's, let's skip ahead a little. See what's going on. Oh. Yeah. Driving bass. Taste that sweetness. <laughs> this this is this is let's get rock 2.0. Yeah, it really is. That bass is the same <laughs> thing. It's exactly the same. Here's the deal. Um, this sucks. <laughs> I would always skip uh, this section. It's because it's seven minutes long. We are now entering the. <laughs> We're entering the middle stretch of songs that I had no time for, aka the majority of the album. <laughs> It sucks. It sucks. Um, It's a seven-minute suck fest. (laughs) You know what else sucks? I'm I'm sure Joe Elliott really wanted. Yeah, (laughs) he's always up for seven-minute suck fests. (laughs) What do you Um, say, Harriet? (laughs) She supports it. She's she. Harriet is just (laughs) stands. Standing in judgment of us. Standing in judgment of our Deflapod. Yeah, well. She is not into it. Settle in, Harry. A lot more tracks to go. <laughs> Coming up we next. We have half album to go. Stand up. In parentheses, kick love into motion. I will. Is this in your top three? Let's listen. Oh. Ooh. Is this you too? <laughs> is this MXPX? <laughs> This is Don't Walk Away. This is Don't Walk Away. Twinkling guitars. Slow it down. Keys in the background. Too. All right, all right. It's a it's a lighter song. So know? here's the Take thing. Take out the lighter. It's it's a lighter lighter song. Mm-hmm. Um, you need one of those. Here's the thing. This is when everybody goes to the bathroom. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, I I like the songs. On, I like the slow jams on this record yeah, because see. all of the all of the like rock songs on this record. <laughs> Are so fucking cheesy. I mean, like all of this. This whole album is cheese. It's forty-five minutes of cheese. Agree to disagree. At, but at least, <laughs> at least the slow jams on this album, they're just leaning into the cheese. I yeah. I had no time for it. I was like, "Where are the faster songs? Where's the songs about making <laughs> love like a man?" I'm nine years old. I want to get rocked. <laughs> I'm, Okay, okay, break it down for me, John. As a man, are you into listening to another man talking about all the ways he's going to bone chicks? I mean, this is 2018. 
It's, I just think it's, I think it's a strange concept for this, I, this concept of like yeah. this, what masculinity is yeah, yeah, yeah. to be like, all right, guys, let's talk about how we're going to bang chicks. I'm going to make love like a man, right? Um, Here's an anthem. I'm going to talk about boning chicks. You're talking I, about an entire genre. Yes. This is why I think it, I think it's weird. I just think it's strange. I think it's to, normal. <laughs> I think it's cool to hear songs like this with a lady writhing around on a car, maybe. Yeah. Or, I think I want a CGI music video. Preferably. Of, in, like, dudes walking down a street turning into a trash can. <laughs> Which That's definitely happens in the Let's total, Get Rocked video. It's totally normal. Take like, out the trash. Take out the trash. How can, how can we conceptualize visually the idea of taking out the trash? Let's turn him into a trash can. Brilliant. It's a dog. How about he's a dog? He grows a tail. Yep. Um, yeah, this is cutting edge stuff as far as I'm concerned. Um, this next song. Yeah, so here's the thing. Um, I've I've always been under the impression that Def Leppard was at the forefront and that they were champions of progressive sure. and like feminist uh-huh. uh, ideologies. Yeah. And You're correct. I, I was shocked that I was wrong. <laughs> that personal property. Personal property. Disproved some of that? Yeah. I was I was blown away That's that weird. I was wrong. <laughs> Just like Jesus. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? property nope is the chorus here nope this is a song of saying that a woman belongs to him like this is literally this is this is not like he they could have like this is so on the nose mm-hmm this is like it's weird because normally a, they're champions I, of nuance I'm a sex slave no <laughs> They could have like said, "She's the woman, and she's mine. She's my girl." No, no, she's personal property. <laughs> yeah, it's, they didn't. Um, they didn't go for any nuance. It's um, it's not great. No, it's it, terrible. Um, it sucks. <laughs> I would always skip it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I didn't skip though. They also have a line in here under lock and key. Oh man, I I told you they were. They, they were kind of collaborators of MXPX. This MX, came out the same time, the same year that MXPX formed. I, I think don't Mike, think it's a coincidence. Mike Herrera, huge Def Leppard fan. Yeah, he said that when we saw him. <laughs> yep. He got most of his... I think Yuri said that he was 
Um, he was inspired by Rick Allen. Yeah, who isn't? <laughs> um, personal property, not one of the seven singles on this album. Let's just say that. Okay, well, at least they... You know it was, though? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is this one of your top three? It's a good lighter song. Nope. Get those lighters out, Chicago. We're here from England. <laughs> here I am. Slow it down. Gotta cool down. After evaluating your personal property, you gotta yep, sway those arms. It's another lighter song. I get it. You need a lighter song. Um, the counterpoint. It's a panty dropper. <laughs> big time. Also, it is terrible. <laughs> yep. Ready? That's a good chorus. I don't care who you are. Um, yeah. Okay, so here's something that I forgot to mention a couple songs ago for... Um, for the stand-up song. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking up um, reviews for this album, universally beloved. So four stars JD, out of five. Rolling JD Constantine, um, for Rolling Stone. Huge MXPX fan. <laughs> huge MXPX head. He's a huge fan. So he reviewed this record. Um, four out of five stars. That's right. Um, and he, he, he gave this four out of five is a pretty solid review. It's a good album. Um, so he was talking about how it's, um, sign of maturity (laughs) and, and he gave this a very solid um he said that um uh there's no overriding concept to the album no (laughs) sense of the groups confronting its demons or wrestling with the problems of the world sure instead what we get is a seemingly unending string of energetic hook heavy gosh we love them songs about girls yeah a perfect Def leopard album in other words he is correct do you know what do you know what else he gave four stars to? U two's war. Right about both. Equally good. Equal <laughs> on equal footing. U two's war and Def Leopard's Adrenalize. When I think about the best records, the best rock records of the eighties and nineties, I mean they're always neck and neck. I mean <laughs> I I just can't wrap my head around what the fuck <laughs> this guy is thinking. This is 1992. Def Leppard was huge. Like, massively big. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I know these these albums were almost a decade apart. Yeah. But putting... If, if someone were, were to put Give Me U2's War <laughs> and... And Def Leppard's Adrenalize. Two classics. <laughs> John, <laughs> be real for a second. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Seriously. No, U2's War is one of the best albums of all time. <laughs> this is hot garbage. But, like, 
Let's talk for a second about... This is... This guy doesn't know use, what the fuck he's talking about. You gotta use the Roger Ebert scale. You know about that? You can't say Garfield sucks in comparison to, um, you know, Bicycle Thief. <laughs> because... Garfield is a terrible movie. Bicycle Thief is great. You got to be like, what is this thing trying to do? Does it succeed? You can't compare um, well, then a Jay... hamburger to, I don't know, we don't eat meat. Well, yeah, we neither receive meat. <laughs> a but, fine but, steak tartare. But JD then shouldn't be reviewing you too. Sure. JD should only be doing Mall Rock. Dad yeah. Rock. I mean, as a longtime fan of JD, I guess I would say. <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is like, if you like Deppard, you like lo- Deppard is what I call them. Like, it's, that's what fans call them. That's that's <laughs> what uh, you got a big Def Leppard. You don't have time. No, no time. Too <laughs> no much time, time to make love like Deppard. Um, I think what you're looking what, for in what a What you're Deppard saying album, is, you know, you have to, you have to stand up and, right. and kick JD into motion. Exactly. That's what I'm always saying. And like, I think what he's trying make, to say is like... Make love like JD. <laughs> what, what do you want here? You want 10 songs of arena rock anthems, and that's what you get, bro. Yeah, but um, if you want 10 songs of arena rock anthems, U2's War does it that's, way better. That's a different kind of thing. <sighs> I Death just, Leopard's not trying to save the world. They're just trying to make love. Like, like man. man. Oh, God. It's just, <laughs> I just, I can't think, I can't, I don't know. Let's hear this next track, because it is in my top three. We're talking again. I'm on fire over I get to that chorus. Ready? It's building. I'm ready. With my dick. The original name of the song was <laughs> "I Want to Touch You" in parentheses. With my dick. <laughs> this is a great song. It's my number three. Yes, it's my number two. Yeah, I mean, this is a good song. No, it's it's great. Yeah, it's. It's one of the three good <laughs> songs on this record. <laughs> I mean, listen, this. I mean, not not every song can be "Let's Get Rocked." That's right. That's what I always say. Every time we start an MXPX review, I'm like, it's not "Let's Get Rocked." It's not "Let's Get Rocked" from Def Leppard's Adrenalized, but you know, it's no Deppard. <laughs> it's no a dr- it's it's no dripalize. It's no a a defilitarize. You think about it though. It's not it's no dripalize. It's not dripalize. Okay, we got one more. <laughs> it's, what one more? Tear it down. Tear it down. Oh, oh shit. These guys are rebels. 
They don't care. They're trying to tear the system down. There they are. Andrew is miming these riffs into my dog's face. <laughs> Things have fully devolved. I think that's enough. That's way too much. Um, eh, that's my reaction to this song. It's, I mean, there are any number of MXPX songs that are stronger <laughs> contenders for final closers. <laughs> what? I don't know about that. Harry, um, what do you think? What do you think, Harry, as far as Deppard classics? Sure. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I hear your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nuanced take as always, Harriet. Um, so that's Adrenalize, everybody. Oh, God. I hope you were as moved as I was. When you first heard it in 1992. That's right. So Super into tracks about doing it as a nine-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were, you were super pumped to go home from Sister Act. To listen to tr- to listen to songs about boning, that's right. Making love like a man as a child is <laughs> is a little bizarre, but um, I, I knew I knew a good tune when I heard it. Me and JD, uh, is that the guy's name? <laughs> really? Yes. We knew you and JD. We knew good songs when we heard him. You uh, you and JD were a bonalizing. <laughs> Um, if you have thoughts about bonalizing <laughs> or adrenalize, please share them with us. I know that Def Leppard has more recognized albums than this one, but this one is, is my personal fave. It's, um, it's a, it's an album that exists and we've heard it again. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this is, that's, that is the highest praise. You should put that on the cover of the new edition. <laughs> It's, it's an, an album it's that exists. Album Magnified Pod. <laughs> five stars out of five. No, I, I disagree. I give it my highest rating. Five stars. <laughs> give it your highest rating. It exists. <laughs> hey, if it exists, good enough for me. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Until. Here's what we need to do next time is your first cd or one of your first yeah memorable records we'll get into it yeah let's it won't yeah. be as good as this one which is a classic but um whatever it is i look forward to hearing it well i i i think i'd mentioned to you that one of the first cds that i can remember ever owning was um michael w smith i think we got to do it yeah it was uh i think it was the First decade was the first record. Friends, that, friends, or friends forever, or whatever. Um, what's the song called? Well, yeah, I think that was. 
I think that was one of that. Yeah, that was one of. I think it was just friends. Um, better better check the internet. Yep, friends yep. are friends forever. I was correct. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one of the first records I can remember was there was an album called um, the first decade. Sure, and that that's the one with this cover of "Make Love Like a Man," right? <laughs> Yeah, it was um, nineteen for the first decade, nineteen eighty three to nineteen ninety three. Yeah, and I recognize that cover. Yeah. Oh, I stole smiley guy, smiley guy. I had the I had a weird Christian boner for Michael <laughs> B. Smith. As, sure, sure. As as all eleven year olds do, sure. Ten year olds. Some do. of us uh, had the Def Leppard going. Some of us had mm. the Michael W. Smith one going. Um, yeah. All right. Here's here's. You want to hear a Magpod exclusive? Let's hear that exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, the Amy Grant interview yeah. in the magazine I work for. Yeah. Locked. Yes. Uh, guess who's appearing on the Amy Grant Christmas special coming to Hallmark Channel next what? month? Michael W. Smith. What? Yep. That's right. So get ready, folks. I know. I don't, wait. So you, you didn't, you, you talked to her. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, it's a complicated story. Can my, we? My co-editor is a massive Amy Grant fan. I set it up. I prepared the questions. I w- I really wanted to give her this moment to interview Amy, so she's the one who talked to Amy. That's bullshit. <laughs> but she revealed exclusively about Michael. So that's bullshit. How? <laughs> this this is this part of your? Is this part of your enneagram? <laughs> Probably. You, you yeah. wanted to avoid any conflict. That's right. I gotta give the moment to other, uh, other folks. Damn it, John! Well, I when the when the Deppard interview possibility <laughs> happens, I'll take that all for myself. Okay. Well, until next, <laughs> until next, till next Leopard, left pod, until next next left pod, <laughs> until we, until um, we, we. <laughs> oh. We one arm it, uh-huh. but this is a very you one arm it, bro. <laughs> disarming podcast. <laughs> Dang. Ugh. Sorry, Rick. Yep. Um. Yeah. Until then, you're all our personal property. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for spending this moment with us. I want to touch you. Yeah.